American hash browns, cured beef patties, lettuce, tomatoes. Singles. Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madog. And I'm Steve McGowan. We're in a band, The Beef People. We released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records, and we are record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes us makes a great single. Makes us like a single, maybe. Yes, that makes us love a single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is episode number of Singles Going Steady, 112. And we've got a very unique and uh, interesting single. Yeah, after a hundred and a dozen, we get to the Jim Carroll Band. Mm-hmm. And People Who Died. People Who Died, this and is, he knows of what he speaks. Uh, yes, this is from 1979 on a fairly major label on Atco Records. So let's talk a little bit about Jim Carroll. He is um, um, Irish descent. Irish from, Catholic boy. Yes, and, and his first record is actually called Catholic Boy. Um, so, um, lived in New York, kind of came up on the whole art scene, very similar yeah. to um, uh, Patti Smith, who right. was a mentor to him. So, you know, the story goes that he was a, a poor kid, mm-hmm. got scholarships based on mm-hmm. his basketball, basketball ability. He had game, yes. Yeah, he had game, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately also had a habit. Yeah, he, um, I mean, this is a real, a real life kind of a, a sad story, you know. Yeah. Well, not kind of, definitely a sad story. He had a, a pretty serious heroin addiction, and uh, as a youngster, he was uh, basically, you know, turning tricks to pay for his addiction. Um, not something you want to do when you're in your teens, you know. Yes. I mean, not something you ever want to do. But um, he was living a hard life. And uh, he details much of this in the Basketball Diaries. Right. Um, made into a film of, you know, mm-hmm. of mixed success. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Right, right. But, um, yeah, I mean, this was a guy who um, lived life... But he also was an extremely good writer. I yeah. mean, his stuff was in Paris Review. It was um, his poetry. He was able to write about the life and, and, and what was going on with him. Um, a true artist. You know, yeah. and he rubbed el- elbows with Ginsburg, and he worked for Andy Warhol. He was in with all the 
you know, um, Mapplethorpe and all those people, all the arty people right, in New right. York. And Patty Smith. Yes, of course. And Patty encouraged him as she had mm-hmm. harnessed her, her writing into right. lyrics and in a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you, um, yeah. you know, see what, what you can do by pairing your lyrics with, with music. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get here with the Jim Carroll band. Yes. He went, he went to California to uh, clean up. And he found some guys there that wanted to start a band, and they started a band, and he was the lyricist and the songwriter. And uh, this, uh, they made the record Catholic Boy, which is an astounding record. And this is the single from it. It's called People Who Died. It's pretty uh, easy to figure out what it's about. And we're going to play it now. From 1979 on Echo Records, the Jim Carroll Band. All the people that died, died. Jess had the clue, he was 12 years old. Fell from the roof on East 29. Kathy was 11 when she pulled the plug. 26 reds and a bottle of wine. Bobby got leukemia, 14 years old. He looked like 55 when he died. He was a friend of mine. Those are people who died, died. Those are people who died, died. Up in Manhattan, slime Vietnam, bullet in the head. Bobby O did on Drano on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine. From a cell in the tombs Judy jumped in front of a subway train Eddie got slit in the jugular vein And Eddie, I miss you more than all the others And I salute you, brother
country, let the gimmicks go rotten. They died of hepatitis in Upper Manhattan. Slime Vietnam took a bullet in the head. Bobby OD'd on Drano on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine. So you really get sort of a, a frank, absurd, and um, mm-hmm. sometimes humorous yes. um, mm-hmm. uh, recounting of, mm-hmm. of all these horrible things that he really has Terrible. seen with his yes. own eyes <laughs> at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, these are true mm-hmm. tales of mm-hmm. people he saw die mm-hmm. in, in myriad ways. Yeah, Tony getting thrown off the roof. Tony thought he could fly, but he couldn't fly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and leukemia and... Somebody killing themselves when they're 14, and it's, it's, you know. But the song has kind of a weird, uplifting feel to it, which uh, is, is it, it's, it's hard to explain. Uh, isn't I it? think some of that may be his yeah. getting clean and his, yeah. his mm-hmm. I mean, because he came through it. I right. mean, he, he's, he's not a, one of the people who yeah, died right. yet. Yeah, he mm-hmm. doesn't get a verse. Right. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not a verse for Jim. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, turning tricks to buy mm-hmm. smack. Right. Mm hmm. Fell uh, off the roof, landed on his yeah, back, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, hideous um, uh, I know, cause, um, cause fate could have hit him. The verses are, are terrible, but and then they get to the kind of the gang vocal. These are the people who died, died. And it's almost joyous that, you know, I guess the people who are living are still able to sing, you know. Um, yeah. It's an interesting song. It's very catchy. It's not punk really at all. It's, con- it's Yeah, it's musically it's not punk. punk it's it's fast and it's yeah. loud and it's mm-hmm. it's insistent. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, I I think there's is there sax on it? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a fairly traditional mm-hmm. um sort of instrumentation right. and it's not Played in a in mm-hmm. a bashing, right. um, unskilled way. No, not it, at all. You, know, you don't get the DIY. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, got a little Chuck Berry in it. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, it harkens more back to seventies, early seventies rock. And, yeah, this fits in yeah. more sort of on mm-hmm. on the arc with maybe the Dolls. Yeah, or, yeah. It's good though. It's 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 um, for a song that could be so so bleak. Um, yeah. It's kind of uplifting in its own way. Um, uh, uh, Go ahead. I mean, there's regret and there's Mm -hmm. sadness and there's, um, you know, there's an elegy here for Mm -hmm. for each of these people as he remembers them. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's not disrespectful. Right. Mm -hmm. um, And it's not dismissive. This was on his first record, as I mentioned, Catholic Boy. Which um, I, I own and I, I enjoy, and I can relate to a lot of the themes on it. Being a Catholic boy myself, um, I think he was on Saturday Night Live. I, I vaguely yeah, remember that, yeah, and, I, and I think this was one of the early Saturday Night Live things, and and that really hit you. I was like, oh, yeah, who is that? You I think know? he had merit on his own, but he yeah. also like he was winning with the right. 
people yes. the, the people who were interesting and and mm-hmm. and, um, and championed him and, you know. and championed him yeah. you know, Warhol and, you, you know mentioned. Lou Reed was a pal and you know uh, everybody I think wanted they wanted Jim to do do well I, you know I, I think he was a very likable person when you met him um, I read a story about Patty Smith saying that uh, one of the first times she met him he started reciting a long uh, Walt Whitman poem oh, wow. from memory right. <laughs> and was about three quarters of the way through it and then he nodded off oh, man. <laughs> and she said well I was a, I was a I had manners, so I waited till he woke up, and then when he woke up, he started right where he left off. <laughs> so, As you do. Yes, so, you know, there you go. Walt, Walt would be proud, right? Yeah, so uh, I, I think he you know, enamored himself both with his talent and, mm-hmm. and you know, his personality yes. in, in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, he really was a literary hero mm-hmm. to, to a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... I think that that got him the eye. Yes. But I, I think he lived up to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he took advantage of having right. that opportunity. Yeah. And I don't think music was really his, his number one thing either. I mean, they, they made another record called Dry Dreams, mm-hmm. which was a very good record. And I think that had that song, um, It's Too Late, on it. It's Too Late to Marry Sharon Tate. Yeah. And um, a couple other really good songs. But I think I think that's all he produced he, yeah, so he sort went of, back to writing basically his first love it, it, this did not seem to be I mean, he mm-hmm. was, it almost seemed facile to him yeah. I mean this yeah. was easy enough for him to do right but the way that he pairs words with the music is mm-hmm. not like Patty Smith right you know I mean it's not uh, lyrics a, are not his thing and, and lyrics are not mm-hmm. this it, not identical to poetry right and um he's I, not going for that transcendent thing that she was always trying to do with the, her her you know, she was always trying to go to a different place. Right. Know. But I mean, here the the, the lyrics are, are doing a job for him, but mm-hmm. it seems more work a day. Yeah. More story, you know, straight storytelling. Um, but the word, the words themselves are not mm-hmm. so united to the music mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that, that. It's yeah. sometimes with really good lyrics, you feel like no other word would do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, that you found, you know, Le Mot Juste, you found just <laughs> the word that, that can be sung and that sings where it is. Right. And you don't get a sense that he is ingrained, his words are ingrained in the music or that he right. wants the, the words to be ingrained in the music. Right. Like they can be removed. Yeah, and um, you could maybe have a different track behind it. Right. It, it, it's just not the same. So, the, mm-hmm. I mean, you get the sense that it's like, I can do this, but mm-hmm. this is not my home, their home. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. Um, I still love this single. It's a great single um, band I'm playing in now. We, we, we're discussing whether or not we're going to cover this single. It's not very difficult to play. It's just hard to remember all the words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim Carroll was was a, a real interesting fellow. He he passed away in 2009, about 10 years ago. He had a heart attack. He, he, he did have hep C. Um, but he did make it through. He got clean. He got married. He was divorced. He he got to the other side of all the that yeah. issue. Uh, he lived till he was 60, so and he was still writing till the end. Um, can you hear anybody covering this song? 
Yeah, I've got, I've got. It's sort of related to my recommendation, okay. so I don't know which one you want. Why don't you do yours and then I'll do my double. Do my cover. Yeah, do your cover. Um, well, I'm I'm thinking of of um, somebody from up north um, that kind of has that kind of. It is rock, but it's not really punk, and it's a little velvety, and it's a little this, you know. I was thinking the Strokes. I'd like to hear. Oh yeah, like hear yeah. The, I think the, the that Strokes would. Strokes do it. You know, I, they have that New York thing that uh, they would understand. Well, I would. I would. My recommendation relates to um, the, the, this this seriousness, this having seen some things that, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think who's got that brooding sense. Right. And I was thinking of Adam Driver. Yes. And, you know, Adam Driver who, mm-hmm. who um, gives you the impression that he saw things in the Marines. Or, yes. you know, that, <laughs> that he could you, never talk about. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. That, that there's something dark there. Right, yeah. And that relates to my recommendation, which is the Coen Brothers movie, mm-hmm. um, I Am Lewin Davis. Okay. And Adam Driver sings in the movie. Oh, okay. He <laughs> plays one of the, the folk... I can't remember if he's in a folk uh, mm-hmm. duo or trio, but he's one of the one of the folksmen. One of the folks <laughs> that, that that folks it up, and um, yeah, so that's my okay. That's my, great uh, cover that slides into a recommendation. So now you have to have a recommend or a cover. Okay, a re- recommendation, whichever one you didn't do. Yeah. You did the cover. You did have to do the. I'm going to recommend uh, something from up north again, and um, of course, Jim was famously a basketball player. Um, Basketball's not my thing. I was going to say, you're not going to make a basketball <laughs> no, recommendation, no, are you? I'm not. I'm going to recommend hockey um, because that's very big up north. And it's surprisingly big down here. We're in Durham, in the Raleigh-Durham area, and the Hurricanes are are quite uh, popular here. Quite a deal, yes. yeah. Raleigh's Hurricanes. And do you think that's because there's so many people from up north living absolutely. here? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. It hasn't yeah. caught on with the NASCAR set, in other words. No, it has. It okay. has. But I think that yeah. one of the reasons when they moved the whalers, mm-hmm. right. were looking for a place to move the whalers, right. um, they were looking for mm-hmm. an area. Mm-hmm. Um, the joke is that, that Carrie, which is a, a bedroom community right. outside of, of Raleigh, mm-hmm. is the containment area for relocated Yankees. <laughs> right. And you know, that's essentially where the Hurricanes play. Okay. And even Greenville, South Carolina, where I live, has a, a minor league team, the Swamp Rabbits, which is just an epic name for a hockey team, I must say. Um, hockey is fun to watch. Uh, just uh, all, all, I'm, all I'll say about it is just give it a chance. Watch it on TV sometime. Um, they move super fast, they're on skates. They're huge guys. They they hit each other, and the skill level is unbelievable. How about putting that little puck in the net, you know, and how they do it, and the rules aren't really that hard to follow, and uh, it's fun. Uh, I'm I'm a big Bruins fan, so <laughs> that's about the only the only team left from my living in Massachusetts that I still support is the Bruins, and uh, I love hockey. Check it out. Well, there you go. All right. So that was uh, Singles Going Steady 112. The artist, writer, singer, songwriter, Jim Carroll, the Jim Carroll Band, 1979, All the People Who Died, and uh, a wonderful single and um, a a very interesting story. So that's it. We will talk to you again very soon. Very soon, y'all. 
To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub, Zub Records. Records. Smart, Smart sounds for sharp, sharp people. people. I was in the middle of the night.